everybody! We have got another Friday of ranting and braving this side of Spring Train. Super excited. I'm Kellen. This is Eric. Eric, you went to the bastion of European baseball. Italy. <laughs> How's that? It was Italy's cool. Um, I will say, full disclosure, driving in Italy is terrifying. Because not only obviously are signs in Italian, but their signs don't make any sense. It's like you'll see the turn that you're supposed to be making, but then there'll be three other turns also going in those same directions. And some of them are labeled and some of them just are like loosely labeled. It's like you really have to know where you're going to know where you're going. Also, while you are driving on the side of the road that I'm used to, there are still like multi-lane roads where one's going this way and the other one's going this way. And then you'll have two lanes going the other way. It's like, this is this is crazy. So we drove through Rome. Well, no, we drove around the like outskirts of Rome. The city of Rome would have been terrifying, and I'm grateful I didn't do that. We Ubered there. But then we drove from Rome to Naples, and the drive from Rome to Naples was super nice. It was like backcountry, and it was on this private road. Um, which is, I'm grateful that my wife convinced me to take the private, the toll road, because I was just gonna pay the free road because I was afraid of what could entail in doing a toll road, but the toll roads are the way to go in Italy. So, um, did that some roads you need cash for some, you don't. So had to have some cash, which was its own adventure trying to find cash because, we just didn't have a lot of cash with us. But overall, the experience was a blast. Um, the food there is amazing. The coffee there is delicious. Um, I waited an hour and a half for pizza. What else? Um, we got to take a boat ride and see these like towns that are built on a mountain. It was amazing. Um, gelato is really good. Um, overall, Italy is pretty freaking cool. The thing I never understood when I went to Italy was how people wait in line for coffee so long only to drink it all the moment they get it at the counter. <laughs> and I'm you're laughing because you've seen it. They mm-hmm. show up, they pay for their espresso. It's it's like it's the way we do like shooters here, man, except it's mm-hmm. coffee. Yeah. And so for us to get like wild, they're getting really wild with their espresso just gone. And you're like, yeah. you just waited 30 minutes <laughs> for a three second exercise. Three seconds is generous. Yeah. What? When I learned that if you choose to sit at a table, which is like, oh, you want a table? You want a table? They get to charge you an extra couple bucks, which is fine because they also don't expect you to tip. So it kind of works itself out. But um, if you sit at the bar, they don't charge you. So that's one way to go. Um, Some of the sandwiches we ate out there were freaking delicious. Two of the best sandwiches I've ever, no, three. I had three delicious sandwiches. Um, One was this little, like, I mean, we were inside of a little, like, what felt like a blend of a cafe and a butcher's shop. So they had, like, big things of meat hanging from the ceiling and, like, meats and cheeses and behind the counters. But then they also had, like, coffee and pastries and stuff. And so as we're leaving and checking out, I see they've got all these pre, like, pre-assembled sandwiches that haven't been like cooked or anything and i was like can i have that and he's like yeah three euro and so he throws it in the toaster and hands it to me a couple minutes later amazing so freaking good and then we went to this other place that was closer to a deli and the lady there was super sweet and she made us two sandwiches um throughout the course of our trip and both times they were amazing um yeah oh man it was so fun it was so cool So big endorsement for Italy, but just know that you're heading into a foreign country and being in a foreign country is scary. Yes, especially when you go to the Vatican and they have armed guards. That was terrifying. So I definitely clenched. I did not enjoy the Vatican. The Vatican was super boring. Like, I think so we're in the museum. And the entire time, it's like all of these paintings and photos. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. And then you go into another room. All right, this looks like the same one I was just in. Oh, and there's another one. I mean, I'm definitely not an art person. So 
I didn't appreciate it to its fullest extent, but it's like, okay, well, when do we get to see the Sistine Chapel? And so we finally get to see that. And it's a giant room with one little picture in the middle and just millions of people and nobody can take a picture. It's like, well, this was dumb. Like, is fine. The place itself was really cool. There was a lot of like art and like, it was impressive stuff. I just don't appreciate it. So I was like, eh, I could have skipped that. But, and it was on top of a long day of roaming. We went through, ha, huh, Rome. Um, we went Nailed through it. the Coliseum. Um, we went to the Coliseum and then we did a food tour after. The food tour was sick too. So mm. overall, it was a cool experience. Very fun. This will sound like sacrilege, but I thought the food in Greece was better than the food in Italy. But that's just my opinion. I'm allowed yeah. to have that. Some um, people like greasy got... food. Hey, you know what? I'm a sucker for Greece. Um, <laughs> sp- speaking of greasy, man, uh, opening day happened. And somebody really greased up those gloves. Mm-hmm. Two Man. errors on each side. Woo. Well, to the player's defense, the sun was brutal. The sun. Yeah. It was awful. So, I, I mean, I trust that the Braves are going to generally be a good defensive team. Everyone on their team, for the most part, is pretty solid. I mean, Ozzy's solid. Even our Arcia, um, newly extended Orlando Arcia is solid. Uh, Michael Harris is generally good. Ronnie's good. Um, so I am not worried, but wasn't a great um going wasn't great for the the spring or for the I don't know, it wasn't great. No, no, it was not. Um, particularly be- because of Max Fried's cold hams. <sighs> Cold yeah. hammies. Woo, boy. Three and a third innings. Three yeah. and a third innings, and he's gone in his in, in opening day. That you just you hate to see it. Yeah, but also like it's a hamstring injury. It's the first game of this season. Like, I fully expect that to be a um, you know, let's have you miss a start and just continue working it all the way back because we don't want this to be a lingering issue. Better off taking two weeks or a week too long than a week too short at the beginning of the season because you want him there at the end of the season. The Braves are good enough that they can muscle through the first month of the season. Um, he still only starts every fifth day, and he got a, we got a win on, the first, on his first start. So he'll miss for sure probably one start, maybe two. And... Worst case scenario, you're maybe one loss more than you were, and we'll be okay. I'm not afraid. No, I'm not worried. I just I thought it was funny and it was kind of sad. Um, but yeah, no, overall good opening day. I you want to know what I was most impressed by? What were you most impressed by? I was most impressed by Marcel Ozuna almost grounding out to every position player on the field. <laughs> uh-huh. I feel like you almost have to try to do that as a right-handed batter. And I just, you know, it's better than him striking out four or five times. But Mm -hmm. I just, I was impressed. Um, And who would have thought that newly extended Orlando Arcia would have had the first base scoring hit of the year? I I mean, the Braves. The Braves did. That's why they gave him that fresh new contract. Man, I got to tell you. Orlando Arcia is going to be the 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 greatest stopgap player in the history of the Braves. <laughs> well, so to the Braves' defense, and to well, I, he doesn't need to defend himself. He was offered money, and he said yes. Good job. But to the Braves' of def- dollars, yeah, I would too. Especially if he has twins at home that he needs to take care of. So, I would say. Like, he was off. I mean, the Braves see Arcia as the starter for various points of this year, plus a backup down the road. The amount of money that they're giving him, it's like two years for three years, or two million for three years, like two million each for three years. That's a steal. Like, that's what you would pay for a bench guy. Like, what do you, what, what do we expect a bench shortstop is going to cost on the free agent market? Probably about two to three million dollars a year. So if we've got a guy that we already like who can play second, short, third, a little bit of left, and he can hit righties 
and he's got a decent glove and he's got a good arm and the clubhouse likes him. That's a steal. Like, I'm down. I'm here for it. I love it. I just think it's so funny watching everybody online over the last two weeks go from how the heck did Orlando Arcia win this job to, oh my gosh, they extended him. What? What? <laughs> So, I mean, yes, it's an extension, but it's not like we gave him the Spencer Strider extension or the Michael no. Harris extension. It's not like he's going to be here for eight years playing shortstop. He's going to be here for three years, which is probably about, about the amount of time that he's good for. And when the milk starts to go bad, we'll move him on and we'll be fine. I'll tell you, uh, I'm starting to smell the milk going bad at the shortstop position. Uh-huh. I'm a little bit worried. Why is that? Man, I'm on the Braden Shoemake train, but he's what, 25? Something like that. He's I mean, he is he's hitting the his prime and he's uh-huh. he's not breaking through. He's in AAA. You know? That's where he belongs. That's where you're eh, supposed to be at that point in his career. Eh, but then yeah, listen, Vaughn, uh, did you did you catch that press conference when they sent him down and they um, asked Wash about it? No, I did. Is that did is that where Wash said if you don't like it, play better? Yeah. That's dude, that's messed dude up. Dude cooked him. <laughs> that's messed up. Piss me off. That's for sure. You don't like it? Play- I was like, oh man, oh that's so perfect. Oh, well, and he seemed to have a decent attitude about it. It's not like he was angry or anything. Like he was like, yeah, I get it. Like, and he he seems to have a good head on his shoulders. And it's one thing to tell somebody who's like weak and soft, like if you don't like it, play better, and then they whine and cry. But Vaughn strikes me as the kind of kid who's like, all right, I see you, and I'm going to play better. Um, So I think he'll be okay. And he is young. Like, Vaughn Grissom's like 21, 22. Like, you've got time. Shoemaker will probably to put him into left field. Sure. Um, I would love to see. He's not playing shortstop. I would love to see Von Grissom break in as a shortstop and just play the rest of his career as shortstop. And then we can go back in three years and listen to um, you rant about how he's a left fielder. And meanwhile, he's like our starting all star shortstop. That would be hilarious. Von Grissom is a left fielder trying to play shortstop. (laughs) Everybody knows it. He knows it. He's just out here trying to get that cheddar. Because shortstops make money and left fielders get rotated. I think, I mean, but like, that's why the true. Cubs couldn't move a guy like Ian Happ. Mm-hmm. Like, I like Ian Happ. Uh huh. I preview of some uh, previews of what I think may may end up happening, but I'm going to be gonna be quiet um, mm-hmm. until we get there. Um, but uh, yeah, left fielders kind of come a dime a dozen, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I also think it's hilarious that we have never at any point said, hey, Ozzy, you used to be a shortstop. Why don't we try you at short? Like, it's not that big of a jump. It's not like his, his he, it's not like he has to throw from one state to another. It's like little ways across the diamond. He can make that throw. Yeah, but a little ways across the diamond is a lot ways for a guy as little as he is. Would just like to throw that one out there. Not trying I think to be, can do not it. trying to be sizest, but um, when you're a little bit sizest, when you're five foot nothing, <laughs> you're trying to generate some power on a throw from the shortstop third base gap. It just, you know, you know. Um, but jumping yeah. into some National League action, Eric, for what seems like it will be the entire rest of the season, the Braves, after one day of baseball, are tied with the Mets for first place in. Oh, that's not going to – trust me, that's not going to be for the rest of the season. That is a for now, and then we're going to say, see ya, and we're going to leave him in the dust because I have full confidence that the Braves are here to stay and the Mets are here to go back. I don't know. I'm just (sighs) – I – I'm happy the Phillies lost, and I'm really mad that they got Christian Pache. I hate that. I hate that so much because that's a really good place for him, and I hate it because now I'm going to have to watch him play all the time, and eventually he's going to grow into his man body, and he's going to be good, and he's going to be their center fielder, and we're just going to have to watch this and be okay with that. I hate that. It's going to take him years to do that, so it'll be a short amount of time. And quite frankly, if he gets really good and on a run, they won't be able to afford him. Um, because 
$300 million contracts. Um, no, you're right. I think I think the Braves win this division, not by a mile, but I think it's a, it's a pretty decisive win. Um, Mets won't be able to sustain a winning pace without Edwin Diaz and that stupid trumpet song. Um, <laughs> and, and now Verlander's hurt. Well, what? But okay, what have I been telling you and everybody else? Old <laughs> arms, exactly. Which is why, like, I you, you ready for a real rant? I'm about to pop no. off. All no. of these pundits on TV and on the radio and on these podcasts. We've got two Cy Young winning pitchers at the top of our rotation. How can you pick against the Mets? Because they're all just dirt. Actually, it's because they can literally throw their arm off at any given moment. (laughs) And then we see what happens in one game. One. (laughs) You think they're going to make it for the long haul? Dude, we're going to get to July, and Scherzer and Verlander's arms are going to be just done. Because you you know by July they're going to call the NL East, right? They're going to say, the NL East is over. Mets are up 10 games. The Mets have won the division, and we'll have a repeat. We'll have a repeat. I just, Eric, Eric, this is what grinds my gears. This is what grinds my gears. Man, when people tell me that Cy Young winning pitchers are just going to last into their 40s. That doesn't happen when you're throwing 98 miles an hour for 10 to 15 years. Scherzer couldn't make it through the whole season last year. What makes you think he's going to do it this year? And and Verlander left, left the Houston Astros the magic sauce. I think Garrett Cole is the only pitcher to have successfully navigated out of Houston and maintained any of the numbers that he has had. Even Garrett oh. Cole's not that good. Like Garrett Cole with the Yankees is like their third best pitcher right now. But he's still he's still doing decently. Yeah. Overpaid, yes, but that's the Yankees. But mm. I mean, oh. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. No, you're I good. just I just all of these Mets fans that want to go off and talk about how our pitching's every bit as good as yours. Talk to me in July. Talk to me in August. <laughs> well, the funny thing is now it's the narrative around the Mets, the cursed Mets is, oh, well, if only we would have stayed healthy. Well, you know what? You guys are old. You know what? You didn't do anything different. You know what? That's what happens when you invest in talent that is fragile. Brendan Nimmo is always hurt. Justin Verlander just missed a season because of injury. And he's like 45. He's not 45, but he's like 40. Max Scherzer hasn't finished a full season in in like four or five years. Like, what do you expect? You can't just expect these guys to go through and see now it's my turn. Expect them to go through a whole season without some bangs and bruises. That's baseball. It's 162 games. This is normal. Like that's why the Braves are smart and invest in young talent because young people last longer. Old people get hurt. Like why do you think you and me are always hurt or aching? It's because we're old. You speak for yourself, sir. <laughs> I was wondering how you'd respond to that. Um, but seriously, Although I am older like, than you. No, you're not. How old do you think I am? I know how old you are. I see it in your email. Do you really? Yeah. How old am I? I'm, well, you were born in 92. Yeah. And I was born how in 91. I'm, oh, man, I thought I was older than you. Nah, I beat you. Ah, oh, Grandpa, okay. Anyway, (laughs) we digress. Um, Either way, I think the Mets are going to be decent. Don't get me wrong. They've got plenty of talent to survive. But if you're telling me, excuse me, oh gosh. If you're telling me that the Mets are just going to keep pace with the Braves and rip off another 100 wins like they did last year. Last year was a fluke. Last year was a good team that stayed hot through most of the year and then faded at the end because they got chased down by someone who was better. This year, the Mets are going to have a normal season, probably finish in the mid-80s in wins, which is like a good season. But they're not the best team in the in baseball. They can't keep up with the top teams in baseball. They're overrated. And I don't know. I You know what annoys me is, so I love 
the podcast and Instagram account Talking Baseball on the John Boy Media Network. And John I, Boy. they're great. But it annoys me that they did their player projection thing uh, or the team projections and they had people rank them and they did it so early in the freaking year that they're getting credit for having Carlos Correa on their team. And so everyone's like, oh, they're going to be amazing. They're going to be the second best team in baseball because they have Carlos Correa. Well, you know what? Carlos Correa is not there because the Mets weren't going to pay him, which is amazing. And now their team is falling apart because they're old and they're nowhere close to the second best team. And so it annoys me every time I look at these rankings and the number two team on the freaking list is the Mets. The Mets are not that good. No. And, and with respect, I also don't think the Phillies are that great. Um, Poor Reese Hoskins. Um, yeah. Contract year ACL. He's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got some unproven guys. I mean, listen, picking up a guy like Christian Pache off waivers to be in your, in your 25 man, 26 man roster. That tells me everything I need to know about your team and your depth. Like, yeah, you've got Bryce Harper. Okay, great. You've got Nick Castellanos. Okay, neat. JTM Real Muto, that'll be relevant for maybe another season, two at best. And then he's going to start falling off the cliff. So I just they're all top-heavy. They're all top-heavy. And nobody ever talks about the fact that we have the deepest team in baseball. Well, maybe not in baseball, but at least in the National League, I think we've got the deepest team. We may not have the best 26-man roster because we're not the Padres, right, or the Dodgers, but you look below into their their depth pool, and they don't have much, mm-hmm. and the Mets have nothing. Yeah. The Phillies don't have anything either. Last year, they started Johan Camargo at shortstop. That's why they had to pay Trey Turner. And Trey Turner... I because I live in California, I get to listen to a lot of Dodger fans. Ask the Dodger fans what they think of Trey Turner's defense. It's not that great. Nope. He's an okay shortstop. He's an okay defender, but he's no like gold glove shortstop. The Phillies didn't just out of nowhere sign a gold glove shortstop. They signed a bat who plays shortstop, which is fine. Trey Turner's a good player. I like Trey Turner. I would have definitely been okay with Trey Turner. I mean, who am I to talk about shortstop defense when we have Orlando Arcia and potentially Von Grissom at shortstop, so whatever. But if that's the big move that's going to put him over the top, that's not a good move. Like, Trey Turner was played, played, played second base because Corey Seager was a shortstop. Corey Seager is an okay shortstop. Like, who are we talking about? It's not like they signed... Omar Vizquel to play shortstop. He is going to be fine. I don't know. I think the Phillies I the would... Philly, the Phillies are a good team, but did you see what happened to Aaron Nola yesterday? He got whacked too. Yeah, he did. So, it's really easy for us to talk big and look at us. We're the big bad Braves when we've got one game under our belts and everybody else has also only played one game. And no, we're, we this made is it over training healthy people. Yeah. The disrespect, Eric. I just want some respect. I want some respect from ESPN. I want some respect from the national media outlets. And they won't give it to us. They never respect Atlanta teams. Never. (laughs) Yeah. We won a World Series. And they still won't give it to us. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Okay. One game in, and we're already losing our minds, Eric. One game in. This is why I wanted to do a podcast 161 more you. opportunities. Oh, man. This is oh, amazing. my goodness. Oh, okay. man. We need to bookmark Quick this second. episode. This is great. Quick second step moving on. Uh, playoff predictions, division winners, and wildcard teams. So before we get into all of that, let's just hone in on the NL East. Who do you think? Um, give me your one through five. Okay. I'll start with five because it will be the same across the board. Uh Good old, good old Washington nationals. Okay. Um, I'm going to say this. I'm probably going to take a lot of people off, like take a lot of people off. Um, I think the Phillies finished fourth. Ooh, that's rough. Okay. I think the Phillies finished fourth. I do. For the same reason for depth. They just don't have the same superstar talent that the Mets have. I think the Marlins finished third. Okay. 
All right. I, I see you. Be, because I, I was listening to, was it Locked On? Was it Locked On or Grant McCauley or somebody talking about mm-hmm. how Miami has a second baseman at every position on the field right now, pretty much, yep. which I'm fascinated by. Um, yep. But in this Just... new world, in this new world of base stealing and bigger bases, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think it could play out. I think mm-hmm. it could. And I think they'll mm-hmm. sneak up on some people. Um, I think uh, so it's Nats, Phillies, Marlins, Mets, and then the Braves. I do. Okay. I think we win it. All right. All right. And I'm going to be a little different. I will say Nats. Ooh, I'm going to say Marlins. And I'm going to go Mets, Phillies, Braves. I think the Phillies are going to uh-huh. beat the Mets. I think the Philly, like Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler are better at this age than Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer will be this season. I think that those two pitchers are better. Those two pitchers strike more fear in me than Verlander and Scherzer. I think that their lineup has plenty of power. They kicked our ass last year in the playoffs. So I'm going to. But they got hot. They got hot. Sure. But. They they figured it out enough that I think that it would not blow my mind if they did it again. Not saying that they're going to win the division, but I think that they're going to be better than the Mets. And I think the Mets are going to be close, but I think both teams are going to be in the like high 80s, low 90s. And at that point, health is going to be a huge factor. And that's why I would lean Phillies. Um, so and given I just your think- prediction, though, are the Mets – a second wild card team. I ooh, no, no, no. So, so you have the Mets completely missing the playoffs. Yes, and I'm going to enjoy every minute of it. Sorry, Ellen. I'm sorry. I My mom's love. cousins lives in New York, and she's a diehard Mets fan. And if she's listening to this, she's going to be mad at me. And so I'm I apologizing in advance. Every bit of this. Every. Bit. <laughs> And okay, we so can, the Mets are not a playoff team. I think they're going to be in contention. I think they're going to be in contention, but they're going to miss, and they're going to blame it on, oh, well, if only Max Scherzer and Verlander would have played a whole season, then we would have blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? It you wasn't know what? If you wanted that, go play the show. <laughs> <laughs> like, <sighs> that's my prediction. That's my prediction this is we're off to one hell of a start i like i know my gosh so um sorry was some fun breaking news we might talk about just for giggles um but the uh yeah um nothing major uh but uh, we'll get there we'll have some fun we'll surprise you okay live live reaction um but the rest of the league um braves win you've got the phillies being a wild card team mets lose rest of the league let's talk nl central you go first. Me. Whew. Okay. Um it's hard to go against the Cardinals. Um, but man, I, I think it could be a total bloodbath if it gets to some people having some key injuries. Mm-hmm. Um I wouldn't I, I I think whoever wins that division, everybody else is going to be left out of the wild card. I think mm-hmm. the only way that they have to the playoffs in that division is is to win. The division, I'm going to go, okay, this is part of a, a later segment, but I'll, I'll do one through five. I'm going to go Cardinals, Brewers, Cubs, Reds, Pirates. Okay. But right. with the caveat that the Cubs are in it right up until the beginning of July, and as they begin to fade, I think they trade away some more mm. of their – final contract to your pieces a lot Ian happen. Okay. All right. So I will say, oh gosh. So let's call this Eric's first bold take of the day because I say this, I, I agree with you that this division is going to be interesting, but I will, I think Cincinnati fifth, Pittsburgh beats Cincinnati. I think Pittsburgh's a little further along, and they just care a little bit more to win. So I think Pittsburgh passes Cincinnati. Whatever. They're both going to be terrible. It doesn't matter. Um, And then, oh, gosh. I think the Brewers finish third. 
the Cardinals finish second, and I'm going to take the Cubs as my National League Central winning team. What? I think so. Here's so I had to think through this, and this is my this is my thought behind it. The Cubs are going to be competitive enough, long enough, deep enough that I think they get buy-in from ownership to invest in the team. I think that they hit July and they're like, holy crap, we are still in this. Let's go for it. We're the Cubs. Like, we're a good team. We have money. We can do this. Let's go for it. And I think that pushes them that extra step that they're going to need because the Cardinals are, first of all, the Cardinals are the most overrated freaking team in baseball. Like, the fact that Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt both had good seasons last year, way overinflated their value. I think the Cardinals are an okay team with a bad pitching staff. I think that Nolan Arenado is going to go back to where he was not last year, but the year before where he was fine, but like not the best third baseman in baseball. I think Paul Goldschmidt is going to go back to being fine, not the best first baseman in baseball. So if your two best players are suddenly back to where they belong, which is like above average, then your team is going to be above average. And that's where I think they be. I think they're like an 85 win team. I think their pitching staff sucks. I think that Adam Wainwright is old. He's already hurt. And he hardly had to pitch because he was just in the world baseball class. He had nothing to prepare for. He's already hurt. Miles Michaelis is not that good. Um, Who's that? Jack Flaherty is not who he used to be. He's already hurt. Or he might not be hurt, but he's not who he used to be a couple years ago when he was um, single-handedly rubbing salt in the Braves' wounds when the Cardinals beat up on, what's his name, Mike Fultonevich. Um, and just in general, I think the Cardinals pitching staff is not very good. I think that they're one of the worst pitching staffs in baseball. Maybe not the worst, but like worst among good teams. And I think their rookies, um, Brandon Donovan or whatever his name is, he's overrated. I don't think he's very good. Tyler O'Neill has never been able to hit his way to league prominence. So I think they're just okay. Man, this is we are spicy today. What did we eat for breakfast? My gosh. Both of us have been on fire today. Um, but no, I just think the Cardinals are okay. I think the Brewers are good, but not great. And I think that Corbin Burns is going to be good. I think that Wilson Corbin Burns or William. Revenge tour. Yeah. Ooh. I think William Contreras is going to be a really fun addition for that team. And he's going to hit like he did last year. And people are going to be like, shoot, that kid's better than his brother now. Because I think he's going to play better than his brother. Like, the Cardinals are getting major revisionist history. We're forgetting that guys get older and stop playing as good as they have. But because they've got old names, that people are over-inflating how they're going to be. And I just think their three best players are three old guys. So when your three best players are three old guys, they don't usually continue to mash like they have their whole careers. And I think the Cardinals are on their way down. Um, I think the Brewers, I don't remember who I put third, second, and first, but I'm going to say, I think the Cardinals will still finish second, but the Brewers are going to be right on their tails. And I think the Cardinals and Mets will battle it out for the last wild card spot. And I'm going to give it to the Cardinals. For the last wild card spot. Yes. So I think Cubs win the division. Cardinals beat the Mets for the last wild card spot. Um, the first wild card spot I'm going to give to the Phillies. You're going to completely disregard Wait. the NLS that we have. Oh, never mind. Yet? Never mind. I forgot about them. Um, I just I want to speak to your Cubs prediction, though. I'm going to read okay. you the Cubs starting rotation. Okay. Okay. Oh, God. Marcus Stroman. Uh-huh. Justin Steele. Okay. Jamison Tyon. Ugh. Drew Smiley. Ooh. Aiden Wesneski. Don't even know who that is. What about the what's Cubs... his name? What about Hendricks? He's not in the starting rotation. Is he hurt? He's got to be hurt. But I was banking on him. So let's hope that he's not hurt for long and he's back soon or that these other dudes are good. But I I mean, I think... I think that the infield de- okay, so the infield defense is going to have to play. So Dansby Swanson and Nico Horner are going to have to show that they're premier middle or up the middle defenders. 
And then I think that Seiya Suzuki is going to have to have um, a really good season. And I think that Cody Ballinger is going to have to figure out how to hit. Because if Cody Ballinger can figure out to hit and play center field well, Seiya Suzuki can hit and Shorts or Nico Horner and Dansby Swanson can hold down the middle of the infield, I think you've got a path to a decent team. I don't know who their catcher is, but I'm sure they figured something out. Um, Like, it's a stretch. I'm not going to pretend like this isn't likely or like this is likely. Like, it's a stretch to say that the Cubs can do it, but why the hell not? Go for it. I'm here for it. I support you in this. I would like to point out my prediction is based on them being middle of the pack. And I think for the very reason you mentioned, the Cardinals are on the downswing. Um, I think the Brewers are going to get there when Corbin Burns' contract is up. He's going to go to a big market team or a big, a bigger market team, um, and they're going to lose a lot of talent. Christian Yelich isn't getting any younger. Um, yeah. He you needs know, to figure out how stuff. to hit again. Well, so does Keston Hira, but, you know um, – there's, there, so I think I think the Cubs are going to see this as an opportunity, right? If if Cody mm-hmm. Bellinger starts hitting again, uh-huh. um, I I don't think they're going to keep him long. You I think, think they'll they move cash in. in. He's that, a, he's I on a one year deal. Uh-huh. You send him to a a contending team that doesn't have a center fielder that can mash, uh-huh. that has the range that he does. Uh-huh. You'll get a decent prospect haul. You've got an Ian Happ doing what he does. I think you could you could uh-huh. get a decent prospect pool. Out of mm-hmm. that and on and on. That's going to suck for Dansby, but, you know. Yeah. Well, and the Cubs have, like, Pete Crow Armstrong is their center fielder of the future. I mm-hmm. think that he's a guy that if he has a decent year and wherever he is, double-A, triple-A, I think he can show Cubs fans, hey, I can play just as good a defense as Cody Ballinger, and I'm going to have a somewhat steady batting average and hit for some power and do all those things too. And I think it makes it easier to move on from Cody Bellinger and you'll get a more consistent player long-term, not to mention like a guy who can grow with your core. Um, they've got to have young pitching. I mean, Steele was good. He's a young guy. Um, these other Miss, Miss or whatever his name is, he's going to be Ms. fine. Misky. There you go. That guy. Um, they've got young pitchers and they've got to have other guys in the wings. And like I said, I'm banking on Kyle Hendricks, Popping up out of nowhere. There's a reason they never traded him. So, um, I don't know. We'll see. Yet. Let's go, Cubs. Go, Cubs, go. Yet. Okay. Hey, bold prediction. I love it. I'm here for it. Um, That'll be fun to watch. And now the bloodbath that is the NL West. Yes. And it's not really a bloodbath. It's just like a blood shower. It is. It is. It is. It is a, it is a, it is a rain shower of blood. It's raining blood, Eric. On the West Coast. It's raining blood. <laughs> so NL West. Um, where do you where do you even start with that division? Well, I think the Rocks are gonna be last. And yeah. I think that who else is in that division? The Giants and the Diamondbacks. Um, I think it's like a the the Rockies are last, and then there's a big gap, and then the Giants and Diamondbacks are like Four, three, four. I will say Giants narrowly edge the Diamondbacks. And then I would bet on the Padres to beat the Dodgers or to the Padres to lose to the Dodgers. Dodgers win the division. They show everybody, see, we're still here. And it sets up for a really interesting playoff race between, as we've all expected for the last few years, Braves and Dodgers. And I think the Braves are better. I'm just saying. I think we'll see. Um, injury will will depend. I so I just could you imagine this division if the rumors about Aaron Judge going to San Francisco had come to fruition? Oh man, was, that would have been fun. I just whoa. I mean, it would have been fun, but I wouldn't have stayed up late to watch those games. Um, I would. I would because well, <laughs> you live there. Um, it's not fair. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I think I think the Rockies finished last they're the second worst one franchise in baseball. Um, and it continues to do so. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think the diamondbacks are going to be that great. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm waiting on them to move guys like kettle Marte and some of those pieces Oof. they can move for. I would not want any part of Ketel Marte. That guy is not good. Uh, he's not, but he's got some value and, you know, send him someplace him, else, you know, send him, him someplace else. Free. I mean, I'll trade him if I'm the Diamondbacks, but I don't want him as a Braves fan. No, I don't want him here. No, 
No, but I mean, if you've got a team looking for a, a utility player that can play all over the place and give you some some innings somewhere that you know, yeah, plays average to above average on a good day, you know, yeah. there's value there. Um, yeah. Especially at the trade deadline with contending teams trying to boost depth and get yeah. those guys. Um, we'll see. He's, but yeah, he I think, feels like a Phillies guy, like like a, Phillies guy. like a guy who used to be good who's not as good defensively as he used to be. And they're like, oh, we can find something in that. And he'll be okay. Um, He reminds me of Gene Segura. Mm-hmm. Guy who was like, I don't know, like used to be fast, but now is just a little pudgy and can hit a little bit, but not like he used to be like, sign him up for the Phillies. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think it's uh going bottom to the top. I think it's Rockies, D-backs, Giants, uh, I actually think the Dodgers will be the wild card. Okay. Um, and I think the Padres will wind up winning the division. Now, that being said, um, I think the Dodgers make it farther in the playoffs than the Padres do. Yeah, um, I th- I could see that. I think the Dodgers are going to come back this season just kind of pissed off and determined, and they're going to not be a fun team to deal with. Nope, especially in October. Yeah. Um but it'll be interesting. That'll be fun. Um, so those are our playoff teams talking about individual players and some individual accolades, Eric. Mm. Um, let's start with MVP. Who are your top three in no particular order for MVP in the National League? All right. I will say Mookie Betts. I'm going to say, give me Matt Olson. I think Matt Olson has the best season for the Braves. Uh, right now, he is looking like a guy, and he's in a position where he can hit. He's going to drive in runs. He's right in the middle of everything. I think his defense is going to look better this year than it did last year, which is going to make his numbers look good. I think Matt Olson's going to have a really good year this year. Um, and let's say in the central, uh, give me say a Suzuki. Like I told you, I'm doubling down on these Cubs. I got to make this happen. Is, is this like an, a leaking of your, your Dansby love. That's just leaking no. into the Cubs. No, because then we it need to Dansby. Dansby's an easy MVP candidate, but I just don't think he's that guy. Easy. You well, think he's easy. an easy okay, MVP let me candidate? Re- let me rephrase that. No. What Ooh. I mean is I think that Dansby is an obvious Cubs MVP candidate, but I don't think he's going to be the reason. Does that make okay. more sense? Like mm-hmm. you look at the Cubs and you're like, Oh, Dansby, that's the reason they had a good year. And then you're going to look at their numbers and say, hey, that Suzuki kid's pretty good. Where did that come from? And you're going to realize, oh, shoot, he's their best player. And he's going to – he hit 30 home runs. He batted around 300, played good defense. He's in right field. He played 160 games, and he was their best player. That's that's what I'm saying. Okay. Um, um, I could, it's probably more likely going to be like Machado or Soto. Um, get but- out of my head, kid. Sorry. <laughs> you go. <laughs> um, I I want to believe that Matt Olson's gonna have the best season for the Braves, but I watched Ronnie run the bases and hit the ball yesterday, and he looks fully fully ready to go. Like this is this looks like 2021 MVP. 2021? Yeah, 2021 yeah, MVP pace Ronald Acuna. Um I hope so. I the hope exit below right. is there. The speed and the giddy up is there. Um, once he Did gets you his see lo- that shot that he had at the end of the game, yes, that, that it was caught in center field, but he hit that I thought he had hard. one. I thought he had one. Um, I think it's, I think it's Ronald Acuna. Um, I hate to say this, but because I hate his defense, but it's because he's just got the bat. But I think Juan Soto is going to be and there when because- all is said and done. As long as the Padres are good and Juan Soto's numbers are good, he's going to get MVP votes because he's Juan Soto. And mm-hmm. the league wants to give him their crown and say, here, be our king. And yeah. that's why I think we don't like him. Yeah, and that's well, that's 100% why we don't like him. Um, and because I have the Cardinals, I actually think Nolan Arenado has oh. a really, really solid year. 
Oh, I I know I know I I've got the it's Nato. I've got a feeling I've got a feeling but it's there. It's you know there. why I don't like Nolan Arenado? Because two years either. ago, his first year with the Cardinals, I'm like Nolan Arenado is gonna be good, and so I grabbed him with one of my like middle like third or fourth fantasy picks, and he was average the whole freaking year. He had like two sixty, hit like thirty two home runs. It was like ninety five RBIs. I'm like. This guy, where like the minute he left Colorado, he stopped being Nolan Arenado. So the fact that he had a really good year last year just drives me crazy because I'm fully confident that he's going to go back to the Nolan Arenado that I drafted the year before. And, you know, I'm sure you've had this where you draft a guy in your fantasy league that you think is going to be great and they're just not. And it sours you on them forever. I did this call Crawford twice twice they drafted Carl Crawford the first year was one of the years he was with the Rays and then I did it again one of the years when he was with the Red Sox and both times he was awful and I was like you know what I don't like you anymore so that's where I never liked him see that was my secret I never liked him to begin with Arenado or Carl Crawford Carl Crawford no I can't stand Arenado I just think this feels like one of those years where he Puts up the stupid numbers. The voodoo and... devil magic. Yeah. With the Cardinals. Oh, yeah. I, I'm feeling it. So just out of, just out of curiosity and out of giggles, the, the uh-huh. AL. Three MVP okay. candidates for the AL. Um, Aaron Judge, Shohei Otani, and Jordan Alvarez. Jordan. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Shohei. Thinking very long. I'm going to go Shohei because I think that's the obvious choice. And it's a contract yeah. year. Yeah. Um, and I would not be surprised if he gives the Angels that bump that they need to actually make the playoffs, and then he leaves in free agency because they won't trade him. Um, I think Julio Rodriguez. Ooh, I like that. I like Julio. Um, and I'm going to go with Jose Ramirez. All right, all right, I can see it. I, Jose I think Ramirez it's is there. a really good player. A new I, contract, like wants to be there. They're looking okay. Yeah. You know, they could be in contention. That's a team that is really well built. And did you see they just started extending guys? Like Andres yep. Jimenez got a contract. One of their pitchers got a contract. I'm like, oh, somebody's yep. been paying attention. Somebody's been watching the Braves. <laughs> yeah, they're, that's a team that could be really good. And they're I, doing really smart by locking these guys up while they're young. And still have potential because they're trusting their development. They trust that, Hey, we can take a good player and make them a great player. And if we have great players under reasonable contracts, we can keep them. Um, I, I really like what they're doing. I think the, the, I still want to call them the tribe, the, the guardians um, are a good team. I hate that name. I know why they did it. They could have picked literally anything else. I wanted the spiders. The spiders sounded good. I like Cleveland Baseball Club. Like, that would have just been cool. That is that is a different rant for a different day. Um, yeah. National League Cy Young pitchers. Okay. Top three. Who's Do in the top three? First? I think I'll go first. Um, I think number one, I think I think Max Freed, if he gets his hammies together, I think he's got a real shot to win it. Um, I think Corbin Burns is going to be in there and he's going to be in that discussion. I think he's going to pitch out of his freaking mind. Um, and uh, kind of my dark, I guess not dark horse, but, um, kind of my, maybe not even bold. I'm going to go Luis Uri, uh, not, um, yeah. Julio Urias. Julio Julio Urias with the Brett with the Dodgers. Yes. Julio, sorry, I got him confused with the Brewers shortstop. My bad. Um, <laughs> You're good. Yes, I'm gonna You're go. Good. I'm gonna go with with Urias. Um, he's got the stuff, man. If he just puts it together, and he's gonna have to play lights out in that division. But if he does, mm-hmm. I mean, you're gonna be talking about a guy who, on a more consistent basis than anybody else, is having to face guys like Soto, Machado. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God, I mean, the entire Padres lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think those are my three. What about you? Um, you definitely you took a couple of the ones that I was looking at. I think Urias yeah. is probably um would probably be my 
first choice. I think he's he's just a really good pitcher on a really good team. He's so smart, and his composure is amazing. Like he doesn't get rattled. It's like he nope. may not have his best stuff, but he's smart enough and crafty enough that he can pitch his way out of trouble. Same, so he, him and Max Fried are so similar. They have good stuff, but not amazing stuff. But they're just such good, smart pitchers that it doesn't matter what their stuff is. They're always going to be a tough out unless they're like hurt or injured or something. Then it's well, it doesn't matter. So I'd say Urias. I'm going to put Strider up there, not because I think that Freed can't do it, but Strider's going to have a leg up because Freed's going to miss a couple weeks. And I think Strider's going to get that media bump that's going to help propel him past people. It's going to get him on, put him on other people's radar. So I'll say Strider would be the Braves person. And then, oh gosh. Um, I'm going against my initial projection, which was for Stroman, because Stroman's not going to be a Cy Young candidate. Who am I kidding? Um, I will say... Or the competitive um, Chicago Cubs baseball right, team. Right. Excuse me. Um, give me give me Aaron Nola. I think he leads the Phillies to a wild card berth, and he I is... Know. I mean, you never know. I don't know. He's on a contract year, so I think he... Plays his butt off. Uh, you know what? That is fair. That is fair. I will give you that. I, and I think he has a little bit of that Sandy Alcantara in him. That's like, f it. I'm the I'm the dude, and nobody's gonna tell me I'm not the dude. And so I'm gonna show you that I'm the dude, and I want to get paid and play for the Yankees. Speaking of being the dude, did you read mm-hmm. the story that came out after last night that Shohei Otani picked all his pitches and still struck out ten guys? No, that's amazing. That's awesome. Like he picked his pitches. Like instead of the catcher picking them? I'm pretty sure. That's the way I read the article. Well, didn't he have a rookie catcher behind the plate too? That's Ohapi or whatever? Yeah. So he probably was just like, I'm going to tell you what I'm pitching and you're just going to catch it. And he still struck out 10 guys. That's gangster. Shohei Otani is so cool. What a time. What a time that we get to watch a guy like Shohei Otani. Oh, anyway. Okay. Um, last couple of things going down the line. Um, who on the Braves team makes the all-star team? You go first, or do you want me to go first? Um, you know what? I will go first. I, I okay. think anybody on this team within reason has a chance to That's make fair. the all-star team. That's fair. Um, I will start first. I think Ronald is an all-star starter. Mm-hmm. And I think Michael Harris, or Michael Harris the second, is an all-star starter. All right. I think those two make the start with the votes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think Riley makes it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually think Ozzy makes it. I think Ooh. I think Olsen gets left out because I think he takes the dip. But That's I think fair. he has a he has a That's he fair. has a second half resurgence. That's fair. Um, but I think I think Ozzy makes it. I think Riley makes it, and I think our two mm-hmm. outfielders make it. Okay. I, I want to right. say catchers. I just think Murphy and Darno are going to share so much time that mm-hmm. I don't think either one of them is really going to stand out, mm-hmm. um, which I'm all for. I think once yeah. Darno's contract runs out, then you're going to see Murphy take the vast majority. Of- yes. I think Murphy's going to get a lot of the Matt Olson effect that we had last year, where it's like, mm-hmm. the guy's pretty good, but he just kind of has a, a decent year and not the amazing year that um, we expected and by the end of the season we're like oh yeah that guy's pretty good um but the first part of the year it's like us adjusting to him so mm-hmm. i could totally see that i think i'm pretty close to what you're saying i've got harrison Acuna. i think riley and olsen both make it i think like i said i think olsen's gonna have one heck of a year i think max freed makes it i think strider makes it i think that aj minter makes it Ooh. Um, and give me Ozzy Albies because I think he's going to be one of the better second basemen this year. And because he's on the Braves, people are going to look at his numbers and say, "Dang, that kid's pretty good." Let's put him on the All Star team. Um, I could see Travis Darno as a DH because the kid's going to hit and he's going to hit his butt off. But I think DH will be more competitive this year than it was last year, and so I won't put that in there. Plus, Bryce Harper's going to get votes even if he never plays. 
So that's, that's where I'm at. Um, but I think AJ Minter, I would not be surprised if he holds on to the closer job. Because last, last year, Iglesias was our eighth inning guy, and he was good in the eighth inning role. And Minter's going to start out the year as the closer, and he's going to look good in the closer role. And Snake is going to say, why mess with what's wrong? Let's just put Iglesias back in the eighth inning role and Minter in the closer role. And both guys are going to be like, sounds good to me. Let's win a World Series. And they're going to leave it that way. And it's going to be easier on Iglesias to not have to ramp himself up to closer. And AJ Minter is going to be one of – he might be the saves leader this year just because he can get plenty of opportunities. Hmm. Hmm. Full is, of hot is, takes today. Is that your one big bold prediction? Yeah, let's go with that one. I like that one as my big bold prediction. I guess my bold oh, prediction man. should be Cubs win the division, but let's leave it with um AJ Minter holds on to the closer job and um wins the as the saves leader. Rollades reliever of the year award. What is it? Is that what it's called now? Or I have is no it no idea? Or to the Trevor Hoffman Reliever of the Year Award, something like that. Whatever it's called. I think that it's AJ Minter. Okay. My big bold prediction. Uh-huh. The Braves make another splash extension okay. to a player. Uh-huh. But here's the kicker, Eric. They already did it. He's not on the team yet. Oh. So you so who who are they trading for? Are they trading for Ian Happ? I think the Braves trade for Ian Happ closer to the deadline. <laughs> That's and awesome. I, I think they give him a, a four year, forty million offer. Okay. If he's having a good year. Okay. Um, and I think to make room, I think they DFA Ozuna. Okay. And I think Rosario becomes our our DH platoon with Darno. All right, I'm okay with that. I, I also like that think move. I don't know if that's a big uh a big bold prediction. Um but I think uh, trade I think trade and um extension is sufficient enough to be considered a bold prediction. I mean, I'm predicting our current closer to stay closer. That's not that's like saying that the guys not going to lose their job. So, I think you're good. I think you're safe. Okay. I just I think bold. I think it's a it's a match made in heaven. I just from an offensive and a defensive perspective, um he fits the bill and we don't have a ton of depth to do it, but I think we we swing a deal. Um I think it's going to be uh like an Owen Murphy AJ Smith Shalver or um I think one of our two lefties, I think one of mm-hmm. one of Schuster or Dodd has to get included mm-hmm. in one of those, which yeah. I think happens. Yeah, um, that makes sense. We have a ton of talent and we can't use it all. Yeah. But but I think that would make sense. It's probably going to be I could even see Ian Anderson or Soroka uh-huh. moving. Like I imagine if you're the Cubs and you're taking you're losing Ian Happ, you're going to want a couple pitchers. So let's say you take some combination. Okay, so I'm gonna. I'm right now. I am the Braves, and I'm. Off, you're the Cubs. You've got Ian Happ. I'm making you a deal. You can have one of, um, Ian Anderson, Soroka, Dodd, or Schuster. Who do you take? Soroka. Okay. You can have uh, one. I take that back. I take that back. I rescind that. Um, I really like what Dodd has got. I like okay. his stuff. Okay. And I like his attitude. Okay, and you can have one of Shaver, Murphy, J.R. Ritchie, Cole Phillips. Those are the four rookies, or like the four single-A pitchers. One of those guys. You take one of those guys. I'm not going to make you pick because we don't know enough about them. And then somebody else, let's say. I'm like, who the heck else do we have back there? There's nobody. Um, What What if I asked for Von Grissom? Um, you can have Von Grissom or a you can have Von Grissom or one of the pitchers. Okay. One of the, the younger pitchers? Uh the higher end pitchers. Higher end pitchers. Hmm. How about this? I'm I'll give you Von Grissom, Mike Soroka, and one of the low end pitchers. 
I mean, I'm doing that deal. Yeah, I figure that probably gets it done. Um, but you got to take Eddie Rosario too. Um, considering I think Eddie's going to have a major bounce back here. Heck yeah. <laughs> what if I made you take Marcelo Zuna? Um, I would, I would question, but honestly, like I would do that. I mean, it's a guy who's, yeah, the contract's a little inflated, but mm-hmm. you're giving me extra prospect capital. He can play left field. Yeah, um, actually, that's not a bad move because you get a guy, you get a, you get a bat that even if he's just a bat for the year, whatever, doesn't matter. Um, you get a guy that you can put in left field. Um, you've got day. Von Grissom who you can play second, short, left field. You're not going to need him to do any of those things, which means he'll probably play left field and put Ozuna at DH. That's true. Um, Or you leave him in the minors, but there's no path for him to be a regular infielder. So you have to work him in the outfield, which probably works out better for his development long-term. Kind of, You're going to end up treating him like Ian Happ. Came up as a second baseman, could play a bunch of different spots, but ultimately he's going to land in left field. Um. I'm starting to sound like you, aren't I? Um, I love and, this. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got a couple of young pitchers. If you get Soroka, assuming he's healthy, I think the reason the Braves are willing to move Soroka is because he's going to get expensive fast. Mm-hmm. Like unless the Braves extend Soroka and give him like a five-year, like $45 million deal. Like I think that Soroka gets moved at the deadline. Because someone's going to be willing to pay him and nobody's going to want to wait till he hits free agency at full health. And now he's worth a bazillion dollars. Like I think he gets, he's got a stuff. Yeah. Um, But I would love to see Soroka kind of fill the Max Reed role for a couple weeks. And then you're like, Oh yeah, he's actually good now. And we don't need to send him down. So you've probably seen this on the boards or somewhere too, but two trades. I want to get your uh-huh. opinion that trade. So we okay. send just out of expediency. We send Soroka uh-huh. Murphy Grissom and Ozuna okay. to the Cubs for Ian Happ. Okay. And we send Ian Anderson to uh-huh. the Padres for Ha Song Kim. Ooh. I'd make what that. What does deal. that do for that team? Um, I like that deal a lot because then you put Ha Young Kim at shortstop. Um, and then you've got Ian Happen left. Um, you've lost some of your pitching depth, but you'll deal because you've traded Soroka and Ian Anderson now, right? Mm-hmm. But you're holding on to Dodd and Schuster, which is good. You still have all the other young guys, so that's not a big deal. And you don't need to worry about filling a spot with Von Grissom because Von Grissom, one, is no longer here, but two, you've filled the gaps that he would be filling anyway. So I think that's – I like that move a lot. I like that a lot. Um, I'm a big fan of Kim with the Padres. He think, he's he does a lot that we need, which is – I just – with uh, Tatis coming back next year, you're not right. – you're not – you you have nowhere for him to go. Right. I mean, I and, guess you could put Tatis in right. That makes sense too. He looked really good in right during spring training. He did, but I think I think with what they're paying him, you need to put him in a more premium position. Yeah, that's I think fair. he's got the shortstop. But and did you see him in spring training? He's slimmed Kim down. No, or or Tatis. Tatis. Tatis is. I mean, he's always going to be like that. He's he's wiry. He's he's really tall too. But he is. But he looked like slim, like slim Jim. Oh, well, you know, he's but, off the roids. Anyway, those are those are the two moves I hope we Or make. whatever, off of the, what was his ringworm or whatever he was dealing yeah, with? Yeah, right, ringworm. Yeah, off the ringworm. Ringworms. <laughs> yeah, well, anyways, I think if the Braves make those two moves, um, we're set for this year and for the next couple of years. Um, but I think... I think being in a, in a win now, we're set for longevity, but I think... With even with Arcia, if he holds it down, I think if the opportunity there to get a guy like Hassong Kim uh-huh. or like a really good everyday shortstop is there, um, uh-huh. who could be extended and, um, you know, for a team team friendly ish deal, um, uh-huh. I think they get it done, especially with a guy like Anderson who, like, uh-huh. he's had opportunities, maybe he just needs a, a change of scenery. Yeah, um, you hate to do that with a contending team, and you know, but I think. 
But you've got to trade from what you have, and that's what we've got. Yeah. So, anyway. Interesting. I, I'm looking forward to it. We'll see. And, of course, naturally, because that's a that makes sense, Alex Anthopoulos is probably 315 steps ahead of us and yeah. has, has the script. And he's going to trade you, for some crazy guy. That we've never heard of. We've never heard of. Also, did you say you had some, like, breaking news or something? Yes. Braves have signed infielder. Charlie Culbertson to a minor oh. league deal. Oh God! Costco Dansby. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Costco Dansby. That's amazing. Oh, that makes the whole thing totally worth it. Costco Dansby. That's great. I like that. We brought him home. We brought Charlie home. You remember? I like him Braves... more than Adrianza. Oh, I do too. But do you remember when Braves fans were in a tizzy when we didn't sign him back and we let him walk? Yeah, they were. Do you so remember mad. that? They were, they were so mad. irate. I was like, guys, <laughs> this is a bench player we're talking about. It's okay. <laughs> we do we do this a lot. We get married to these bench guys that we think are like the the dude. Well, it didn't help that Dansby Swanson was struggling so much that it's like, wait a minute, you're telling me we're trading the 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 better version of Dansby. And just going to let him walk out the door? Like, are we sure? And then Dandy's like, hey, guys, I got you. I'll be okay. Yeah, well. And then he left. But that's neither here nor there. Eric, this has been fun. We'll uh, we'll catch up again next week after some more games and hopefully warmer hammies. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It should be good. I'm excited for the week. I am so excited for baseball. Um, awesome. Kel, where can I find you on, on Twitter? You can find me at Kellen B. Key. All right, and you and can find Instagram. me at at it's Mr. Marcus because I used to be a teacher. At it's Mr. Marcus. All right, sir. I will see you next week. Take care. This was a lot of fun. See ya. See ya.